Welcome to the radio ministry of Word Mission Church International. If you're ever in the Colorado Springs area, be sure to join the WMCI family in person. Text or call us at 719-235-5535 for prayer or with any questions. Visit www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more. When we pray, it goes through a heavenly transaction and God responds with power that can be seen, power that can be felt, power that can be heard. Oh, glory. That is why we must make endeavor to pray. Join Pastor Paul and the WMCI family as we look at a crucial topic, prayer. Now, Pastor Paul. I wouldn't destroy the land. I wish he had gone further. But but, but the point here is, Abraham was standing before God and presenting his case. Uh, You are the judge of the year. Are you going to do right now? situation and he, he was standing on his uh, before God unashamed and unafraid pleading his case bringing his strong reasons and God kept, every time he said it God said yes I will do what you have said if I find this number of people in there I wouldn't destroy the land the key here is we have to stand our ground we have to stand go to God with his word And pray in line with the word of God. And we will get answers. We will get answers. Think about Abraham. He was in the Old Testament. He was in the Old Covenant. How much more we that are in the New Covenant. Oh, we have the power of the word of God. We have the power of the name of Jesus. We can stand on the authority of his word and take our place. Thank you, Father. You see, when it, I mean, I mean, we, I mean, let, let's 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 go to uh, I mean, uh, read again. If John, James chapter five verse sixteen, there is so much power released when we pray. James chapter five verse sixteen, so much power is released when we pray. James chapter five verse sixteen. I love it so much from the Amplified. What he says, glory be to the name of the Lord. Confess to one another, therefore, your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. The continued Heartfelt prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Elijah was a human being with a nature such as we have, with feelings, affections, and constitutions like ours. And he prayed earnestly for it not to rain. And no rain on, fell on the earth for three years and six months. And then he prayed again, and the heavens supplied rain, and the land produced its crops as usual. He was a human being just like us is what he's saying. But he say, he's saying here is the prayer of a righteous man. You see, the, so much of the frustration in prayer stems from the fact that we don't know who we are in Christ. If you know 
when we know what God has made us to be in him, when we go, we are, the Bible says that the righteous are as bold as a lion. We, have, we go boldly. In Hebrews chapter 4, towards the end, he says that come boldly to the throne room of grace. So we go boldly because we know we are going there, not in our own righteousness, but in the fact that he has made us righteous in Christ Jesus. We are not begging suppliants, begging God for favors. No, we are going boldly based on his word. It says it makes tremendous power available. But in Revelations, we get an idea of how much power is made available. Revelations chapter 8, verse 3 to 5. Thank you, Lord. How much power is made available. So it says, thank you, Father. Revelations chapter 8. Revelation chapter 8, verse 3 to 5. Notice what he says. Thank you, Lord. He says, and another angel came and stood at the altar with a golden censer, and he was giving much incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar before the throne, and the smoke of the saints of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on the earth. And there were peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. When we pray, it goes through a heavenly transaction. And God responds with power. That can be seen, power that can be felt, power that can be had. Oh, glory. That is why we must make endeavor to pray. That is what happened in Acts chapter 16, verse 25. When Paul and Silas were in the darkest hour of their lives, they were preaching the gospel and they had been thrown in prison at midnight. That midnight hour may be be symbolic. It may be to represent the darkest hour of your life. Oh, you go to God and you lift up your voice in prayer. God responded with an earthquake and shook that prison. And they went free. You see, we may remain in captivity when we don't pray. And the prayer, this part, and the prayer, it it, it can't be seen, felt, and heard. Revelation 5 says that, And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the throne, each holding a lamp and golden bowl full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. The prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. Our prayers can influence people, every people. It can influence our lives, every nation. No one has gone too far for God to reach them. That unsaved family member, this power can draw them back to God. 
and bring them into the kingdom of God. I remember one time I was I kept praying for 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 my for my for my for a close relative of mine. She was in a, some circumstances that didn't line up with the will of God. But one day I got up and I took my authority and I said in the mighty name of Jesus, devil take your hands off of this individual. I claim their deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. And in a couple of weeks he straightened up. <laughs> you see, you see, no one, nobody, I can tell you, nobody in their right mind will see the, a, a cliff. Where um, um, they'll, be on a, they'll, they'll be on a road and see a valley and drive themselves down to that valley. Nobody will do that. Nobody will, 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 will stand, will, I mean, knowing about heaven and hell will drive themselves into hell. No. It's the enemy that blinds the minds of people. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. Thank you, Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. Thank you, Lord. The enemy is the one that blinds the minds of people. And so we take our stance in authority. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. In their case, verse 3 says, And if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. So the best way to pray for an unsaved one is to, to, say, to say, and you have authority there, especially in your own household, is to say, devil, I break your power over the life of this person. Put your names there. That the light of the glorious gospel will shine through them. And then the next thing that you do is to pray that God send laborers. Sometimes they may not be willing to listen to you. They wouldn't want to listen to you. God send laborers across their path that, that, they, will, that, that they will listen to so they can, they can hear the word of God and be born again and be born again. Look at what he says in Matthew chapter 9 and verse 36. Thank you, Father. Referencing, this is a very important scripture here. He says, when he saw the crowds, Matthew 9, 36, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Sheep without a shepherd will be harassed. Then, then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send laborers into his house. You've been listening to the radio ministry of Word Mission Church International. We invite you to join Word Mission Church International in person or live on Facebook and YouTube for powerful sessions of prayer. Wednesdays at 6 o'clock p.m., or also on our website, www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may even listen on your favorite podcasting apps, such as Pandora, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. You can even say, Alexa, play the Word Mission Church International podcast. Are you in the Colorado Springs area? Watch WMCI services on Fox 21, Saturday and Sundays, 4 o'clock a.m. and 4.30 a.m. respectively. 
You can also watch Word Mission Church International Services Monday through Fridays on SoCo CWTV, 6 o'clock a.m. daily. We love hearing from you, but best of all, we look forward to seeing you. If you're in the Colorado Springs area, make plans to join us in person. Text 719-235-5535 for prayer or with any questions. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more. Now, let's get back to God's Word. No matter how intelligent a sheep is, I tell you, if you take that, put that, keep, put that sheep on I-25 and say, sheep, go to Denver, that sheep will not make it to Denver. <laughs> I can assure you of that. <laughs> it's going to get lost. The, the Greek word for pastor is shepherd. Shepherds have been sent in the body of Christ to guide us on the path of life. To guide us to where we are supposed to go. But here, notice, it says that the harvest is ripe, plentiful. The laborers are few. Why doesn't he just send up into, into, the, in, into the harvest? No, he's saying, pray to me. Pray to me. The Lord of the harvest to send laborers into the harvest. So for that unsaved loved one, the enemy is the one blinding their minds. So you take your stand and break the power of the enemy and say, Lord, maybe they may not listen to me. Maybe you have spoken so many times to them, they won't listen to you. But there is somebody out there that they will listen to. There is somebody out there. Lord, send a laborer across their path. And very soon or later, you will hear the good news that they have come into the kingdom of God. And the next point is, when we pray, we must pray in faith, believing for the answer. When it is in line with the word of God, pray in faith, believing that you receive. The moment that you pray, Mark 11, 24. Mark eleven twenty four. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. This is talking about prayer here. Therefore, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. When do you believe that you receive? The moment that you pray. From then on, just go ahead and give praise and thanksgiving to God. He's out there working on your behalf. When you pray, whatever you ask in prayer, this is talking about prayer, isn't it? Believe that you have received and it will be yours. Prayer must be done believing that you receive. The believing that you receive comes first before it becomes yours. So many times we, we reverse it around. We want to see first before we believe. God reverses it around. Believe that you, you receive and then it will be yours. Thank you, Father. That's what Hannah did. She had kept going in First Samuel chapter 1. She had been going into the temple of God and praying continually. What she needed was a baby. She got, one day she got there and, in, I mean, so to speak, she said, enough is enough. But notice what she did. Thank you, Father. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 12. And as she continued praying before the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was speaking in her heart. 
only her lips moved and her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli took her to be a drunken woman. And Eli said to her, how long would you go on being drunk? Put out your wine away from you. But Hannah said, no, my Lord, I am a woman troubled in spirit. I have drunken neither wine nor strong drink, but I've been pouring out my soul before the Lord. Do not regard your servant as a worthless woman. For all along I've been speaking out of great anxiety and vexation. Then Eli answered, Go in peace and the God of Israel grant your petition that you have made to him. And she said, Let your servant find favor in your eyes. Notice, this, this is important. Then the woman went her way and ate and her face was no longer sad. As soon as Eli said, may the Lord grant your petition. May the Lord grant you the answer to your prayer. She went away, wiped her face and she was no longer sad. She believed at that moment that she had received a baby. There is no baby inside, but from today, I have settled this issue. I have received the petition that I've got of the Lord. There is no more need to be sad. Go forth rejoicing. This morning, I don't know which area of your life there may be barrenness in, but in the mighty name of Jesus, may an end come to that barrenness. In the mighty name of Jesus. So far as he was concerned, there was a baby on the way. It was a settled issue. You see, that's the thing. Which when we pray, we have to be in expectation. We have to expect answers when we pray. Don't just be praying for praying's sake. If you are ministering to the Lord, that's one thing. But if when we are praying to change something or to see answers, something change, be in expectancy. Prayer without expectancy equals frustration. But we have to expect when we pray. Expect when we pray. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 18. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory be to the name of the Lord. Proverbs 23, verse 18. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. It says, for surely there is an end. And your expectation shall not be cut off. Surely there is an end. No matter the battles of life, no matter what you are confronted with, surely this morning God is saying there is an end. Surely there is an end. But that end is tied to your expectation. Surely there is an end and your expectation shall not be cut off. 
all glory. That's what Job realized. In Job chapter 14 verse 14 he said, All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change comes. He knew that surely there is an end. Surely there is an end. Surely my change will come. This circumstance and situation that I'm in is not forever. Oh, surely all the days of my appointed time, I wait till my change comes. He's the one that says in Job chapter 19, 25, he said, my redeemer lives and at the latter end, I know he will come through for me. And God turned around the captivity of Job and restored him. This morning in the mighty name of Jesus. In this season as we endeavor to press in in prayer. The same God that turned the captivity of Hannah. The same God that turned the captivity of Job. May that same God turn around your captivity. If that's you say a big amen. Oh glory. Ah, surely there's an end. Surely there's an end. But when that end gets there, well, to get to that place, you have to be like Daniel and stand on your watch and say, God, oh, my captivity has to come to an end. My captivity has to come to an end. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. God answers prayer. Let's all say this this morning. God answers prayer. He's a prayer answering God. Think about it. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 28. There's an interesting scripture there. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 28. Thank you, Father. Say not to your neighbor, go and come again. And tomorrow I will give when you have it by you. Don't say to your neighbor, go and come again when you have it by you. Don't say to your neighbor. So think about God. We are not even neighbors of God. We are children of the most high God. So when we go with our petition, he won't tell you go and come again when it is in the power of his hands to help you. This morning, may you receive help. From God. Don't say to your neighbor, go and come again. When we go to God and pray, it is in the power of his hand to help us. And thank God he does. Thank God he does. But the thing is, we have to go based on his word. Go in prayer. Say not to your neighbor, go and come again. We trust this message was timely and a blessing. Word Mission Church International is a diverse, non-denominational church located in Colorado Springs, Colorado. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today or need more information about Christianity, visit www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. Under Christian Resources, download a free ebook, What Every New Christian Needs to Know. Find great resources to strengthen your Christian walk, scripture cards to pray biblically, and Bible story coloring pages. Our WMCI Online Kids Church is a great area for the entire family. Play Bible games, enjoy Bible quizzes, 
and download placemats and so much more. We invite you to join Word Mission Church International in person or live on Facebook and YouTube for powerful sessions of prayer, Wednesdays at 6 o'clock p.m., or also on our website, www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may also subscribe to weekly devotionals while on our website. You may even listen on your favorite podcasts such as Pandora, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. You can even say, Alexa, play the Word Mission Church International podcast. Are you in the Colorado Springs area? Watch WMCI services on Fox 21, Saturday and Sundays, 4 o'clock a.m. and 4.30 a.m., respectively, or from Mondays through Fridays on SoCo CW TV, 6 o'clock a.m. daily. We love hearing from you. If you're in the Colorado Springs area, make plans to join us in person. Text 719-235-5535 for prayer or with any questions. To partner with us in spreading the gospel, text GIVE to 719-235-5911. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more.